Hey, Alex here again, the Sports and Nemo Way. Uh, coming your way with our second episode. <clears throat> Glad to have you back. This episode, Ray will be trying to convince the rest of us why James Worthy should be included in the 50 Greatest Players episodes. But again, before I turn it over to Ray, I will give you some facts about James Worthy. The 6'9", 225-pound small forward, three-time NBA champion with no MVPs. He's a seven-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA with 12 years in the league. He was the number one overall pick to the Lakers. He also played his whole career with the Lakers. With career averages of 17, 5, and 3, shooting 52% from the field. So... Ray, why is he a top 50 player of all time? All right. Let me run through my spiel here and we'll find out. <laughs> was James Worthy spectacular? No. <laughs> was he the most effective? Yes. Sometimes greatness isn't flashy or high-flying. Sometimes greatness is getting the job done. He scored, he rebounded, he passed. He ran the floor. He could drive on you and score. He could beat you many different ways. He also showed he could turn it up a notch uh, when he won the uh, title in 88 and earned the finals MVP. He was also a three-time NBA champ, seven-time NBA All-Star, and he is in the uh, top 100, or at least the top 110 in points and rebounds. So, I mean, that's James Worthy. That's it? That's all you got? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Kawhi is obviously better than James Worthy. Kawhi's not in the <laughs> 250, Wade. <laughs> went over this last time. We're not gonna get I'm just joking. I'm just joking. James, James Worthy's uh, got three titles. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> How many defensive player of the year was the finals MVPs do you have? Uh, he's got one finals MVP. Kawhi has two. Defensive player of the years? Uh, Zero or two. Like those oh. twos. Or they ever play average 27 points a game? Oh, no. Okay, well. I'm just messing around. We can move on. Let's, uh, <laughs> we have two resident Laker fans here, Doug and Drew, one of which is old enough to remember watching James Worthy play. So let's ask Doug about James Worthy. Well, this, this was really hard for me because I love James Worthy. <laughs> like Ray said, he got the job done when he played for the Lakers Showtime. Um, James was great in college, playing for North Carolina, and he came into the Lakers at the right time. He had Magic, he had Kareem. Um, he was Magic's perfect running mate, um, running the floor with him, and he benefited greatly from that. Uh, not saying James wasn't a good player, because he was. He was a great player. Um, he just didn't quite make my top ten small forwards. Um, again, I looked at the same guys that I compared to Kawhi with Wade, um, Dominique, Dantley, uh, were two of my guys down at the end. They scored quite a bit more. They had equal assists. They rebounded as well or better. Um, and part of that might have been because of the team James played on. Um, you know, that may have hurt him to some extent, but also playing with Magic. Magic helped everybody that he played with. 
Um, I think James is a great player. He just didn't make my top 10 small forwards. Therefore, he's not on my top 50. That's fair enough. I, I kind of think that Worthy is very... Uh, what's the word? Um, he's in that weird territory where he was drafted by a dynasty, which benefited him and also hurt him. I think kind of like Uncle Doug kind of hit on it. He benefited from winning with the Lakers, but he also... Um, probably missed out on having better stats. Like, if he would have played for the Hawks or the Jazz, like Dantley or, or Dominique. So, it's really kind of hard to uh, to figure it out, to be completely honest. But, uh, I mean, he, he was a great player. And I thought about him in my top ten. He, 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 I think he was probably right outside in my top ten small forwards. Um, he's obviously a winner. He, he did perform great in the postseason. Um, I really have nothing bad to say. I just think he's just... Right outside the top ten, he's just he's very good, very good player. Um, but yeah, I think playing for the Lakers kind of messed his career up a little bit. If that makes sense, like it benefited him, but it kind of messed it up at the same time because he played with two of question with the top five of ten greatest players ever. So like when you play with Magic and Kareem, you're gonna win. Like it's and but he but he was good. Like you can't deny the fact that he was good. So I I don't know. It, it's hard to figure it out. I just, I just have it like a, I don't know, just a soft spot for these, you know, hardworking, you know, underrated guys that, nobody, that everybody kind of overlooked. Like, I mean, he was tough down low. Mm-hmm. He had a good shot. I mean... He was very athletic. He was, he was very fast. Not the kind of Uncle Doug's. He ran the floor extremely well with Magic. He was very athletic. You know, that, I'll, I'll give him that. That was mainly his offense. Yeah, I mean, he was... He, later in his career, he did this more low post scoring, but he couldn't shoot a lick. I mean, well, that, his whole career. Welcome to the 80s, bro. <laughs> Outside of Larry Bird, no one shot well. Well, Drew, do you want to go? Yeah, well, I looked up more in depth on James Worthy's uh, final MVP performance. Um, I know I can't pronounce his last name right, but you know what? Who cares? Paul Ryzen. And- <laughs> <laughs> I compared him and James Worthy because they didn't give out finals MVP when Paul won his title. James Worthy played seven games. Paul played five. James averaged 22 points a game. Paul averaged 27. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Ryzen. Wow. Keep going, Drew. Keep going. Okay, um, James averaged seven rebounds. Paul averaged eight. Okay, James averaged four, and Paul averaged two. And James played seven games, and Paul only played five. If we're going to bring Paul Ryzen into it, I think we need to bring into the era in which he played in. That that that's that's a big factor. I think the '80s and the '50s and the '60s there's a big difference. I well, think. personally, in my opinion, I think the '80s is the greatest era of basketball. I agree. I would go '80s and '90s. Yeah, and I think Paul Ryzen or Arzen's day <laughs> could possibly be the worst era of basketball ever. But today, I also don't like a lot of things going on today. Also agreed. But it's my turn, Ray. All right, go right ahead. Um, twenty-one, six, and three. That's a that's the best stat line in James Worthy's career. Twenty-one, six, and three. Is his best year? Not his career averages. His best ever year. Top 50 is elite, elite company. 
if his if his career numbers were twenty one six and three, I still might not do this. But I'm going to break it down some more. I think I might have said this last week, but I view James Worthy and Robert Parrish very similarly. They were the third fiddles on dynasties in the 80s. And like you guys said, benefited because now we have these championships next to their names and all-star games next to their names because I think we can all agree that when you start winning championships, they put you in all-star games, regardless of whether you deserve them or not, a la Draymond Green. Manage nobody. Also fair. Um... But I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that James Worthy's hot garbage or something. James Worthy was barely left off my top ten list. I just think that um, there's some reasons he was. Um, but we just talked about Big Game James and his uh, Game 7 of 36, 16, and 10, where he cemented the name Big Game James in the 88 Finals. Uh. But we can all agree, I believe, that that 88 Finals performance is remembered or viewed by all basketball fans. We all know that happened. Drew wasn't even alive for the next decade, and he knows (laughs) it happened. But not really anybody remembers... The 1984 finals, maybe Uncle Doug does, being a Lakers fan, where he threw the finals away by throwing the ball to the wrong team. Gerald Henderson, he played for the Celtics, I believe, not the Lakers. And uh, he threw the ball to him in the 84 finals, and the Celtics won the finals. That's, I mean, you're right, but that's not completely fair. I'll Uh, I'll stay with Ray on this one. No, I'm going to make my case. Hold on. Okay, all right, go ahead. My case is, why do we remember one and not the other? Because it was more surprising for him to have 36, 16, and 10 than it was for him to act like a role player and throw the ball away. Because he's not Magic Johnson. He's not Larry Bird. He's not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's not any of these guys. Now, I realize those are the elite of the elite, and James Worley's not ranked top 10 all time like some of those guys. I get that. I get that. But we remember Tragic Johnson, don't we? We remember Bird missing the game winner in 87. We remember Bird steals the ball from who? Isaiah Thomas. We remember all these superstars failing on the biggest stages. Did anybody before I said it even remember James Worthy failing on that big stage? Because he's not looked at in the same way that true superstars are. We remember him doing really, really well. Because that was out of character. But it won championships. He did win championships. He did. But, but again, he played with two top five but, players of all time. No, I agree. That was my point. But I, in Ray's defense, I also think uh, you're, you literally your entire speech just compared him to Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas. No one says he's that good. We're talking about the, the lower level, the 50 list. Ain't no one says Larry Bird. Ain't nobody says Magic Johnson. You're supposed to be on my team, Wade. We're on the same team. We're on the same team, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. He, but you got to put it in perspective a little bit, I think. Well, I, 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 I agree. We're talking about kind of what, that he's not what Uncle Doug said. 
we're comparing him to Adrian Dantley and Dominique Wilkins. Wilkins and people like that. Okay. You, it's funny you bring up Dominique Wilkins. Just, Dominique an, ex- Wilkins just an example. Is on my, example. That's actually one of my other examples. Um, the year is 1982. It's the NBA draft. Okay. The Lakers have the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. And they take who? James Worthy. Who went number three that same year? Anybody? Anybody? Dominique. Dominique Wilkins. Stay with me here. We're here. What if you flipped them? Dominique. It's the same thing. No. Worthy is. Dom, Dom, I, I, well, Dominique. Okay. What? Why was Worthy successful with the Lakers? Because he ran the floor and mm-hmm. dunked on guys. Who did that better than Dominique Wilkins? Nobody. I mean, Dominique dunked on people, yes. I mean, that's true, but Dominique was also the all-star of his own team. And he had the ball in his hands all the time. I'm not getting to that point yet. Of course, let's let's ask Uncle Doug, who watched them play. Well, I loved them both. And I think, I understand what you're saying, but I think if you flip-flop them, I think... You might also flip flop their numbers. I think if you flip flop the two, I think James Worthy's scoring and rebounding would go way up because I think he could have done that. He's a number one. Because he did in North Carolina. And I think if you put Dominique with the Lakers, I think he'd have run with them great. You're right. Because he would have run great with them. But I think his scoring probably would have gone down some just because you've got Magic, you've got Kareem, you've got Byron Scott, you've got Michael Cooper. Got all those guys that are putting the points in. I, I think I think Dominic and James are very similar guys. Um, I have Dominic on my list and not James because of the final numbers. But I think it probably does have a lot to do with where he played. I agree with everything Uncle Doug just said. But here's the one big difference I think. When Kareem got old, Dominique would have taken over and been a 25, 28, 30 point per game score. And taking that load away, and Worthy could never do that in his wildest dreams. He's never going to average 30 in the game because he had the opportunity once Kareem was gone, and he still couldn't do it. I mean, Magic stepped up when Kareem left. Like, Magic stepped Magic up. ran we're, the team. We're, we're also talking about a guy that averaging 20. Not like he's averaging. I'm not dissing Magic by any means, but I'm saying they, they didn't win. Well, I, th- I think where, where our disagreement is here. I mean, it's Ray's argument, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like Wade's argument. <laughs> well, it's kind of, I, I feel like the comparisons are going just kind of wild, left and right here. I'm not even done yet. Well, I just... I feel like just, it, it's, a, it's kind of a what-if game. Like, it's, well, Worthy would have done this if this happened, or if that happened. He was a very good player on a great team. We don't really know what he would do if he left the Lakers, to be honest. No, I... I my point was, what would would Dominique be better for the Lakers? I think Worthy's stats would go up if he went to the Hawks. Obviously, he'd have the ball in his hands all the time. Um, yes, yeah, just because somebody's got to score on a bad team. Dominique's a little bit bigger, a little more athletic, but I also think James Worthy brought a couple things to the table that Dominique, Dominique was not a very what's the word I'm looking for? He was athletic and he was athletic and powerful. James Worthy was a little more finesse and athletic and, and, and you know, ramping on the floor. That makes sense? 
Like, I got you. little different styles. Different types of athleticism, I think. Okay, so you guys don't, you don't like that comparison. No, I'm not. So let me move on to the next one. Because I got another well, hold on. Now, now, you gotta also look that by the time Kareem got older, James Worthy has already accepted his role as third fiddle. Now, why wouldn't you say that uh, Dominique wouldn't have done the same thing? Well, I mean, if he if he decided... I um, mean, they get old... James Worthy was getting older, too. Well, James Worthy came 10 years after Jabbar came in the league. Jabbar also That's played. 12 years after Jabbar also played like 20 some years. <laughs> right, so in, he was only drafted in 82, and so by the time 88 rolled around, he only been in the league six years. He shouldn't have been too old. In the 80s, though, that's three-fourths your career. Yeah. And back then, well, he was already, playing three or four years having, of college. And you're having Why am I by myself? This is supposed to be Ray versus all of us. Now it's everybody versus Alex. But yeah, I just think your comparison's maybe, maybe we just don't like that comparison. Because one okay. thing you did say is you said James Worley couldn't shoot. But you think Dominique was better. If you look at their lifetime field goal percentage, James shot uh, 52%. Dominique shot 46 well, And they're both dunked a lot. They both were terrible for both shooters. great outside shooter. James was not going to drain a lot of threes for you. But I still think that... No, I, I think I, we need to go into your other comparisons. Right. I don't think the Dominique one's going to win it for you. Not for us. Not for me. I'm all by myself. <laughs> you, four are, you four all obviously have James Worthy on your list. I mean, obviously. He's not, we he's not on the list, but he just um, barely made it. Support my guy. Okay, oh, so, I so let me ask you this. I don't have a draft comparison for you, but I'm just gonna um, switch switch roles again here. Let's put Tom Chambers on the Lakers. Okay, who has better career numbers than James Worthy, um, and also freaky athletic. So just run the floor next to Magic and dunk on guys. Okay. Um, what? And, and he can score on the half court, which is again something. James wasn't always a depth. He player. wouldn't touch the ball though, because at half court the ball goes to Kareem, and if you play with the Lakers, you, the ball is it's gonna be a Magic and Kareem game. It's gonna go back to the same thing every time, Alex. Kareem Tom Chambers would be third the, fiddle, the doing the same ends. thing. What? Kareem gets old, and the dynasty ends. That's How what. I, that? That's my whole point. Was that was my point with Dominique, and now it's my point with Tom Chambers. At a certain point, Jabbar is done. Jabbar's, okay. even when he's still there, he's done. They needed somebody to score in the half court. Because it couldn't be Jabbar anymore. Okay, agreed. So, my first case was, Dominique could do that better than James Worthy. Now I'm telling you, Tom Chambers could do that better than James Worthy. And, for my case in point, although, small sample size, um, 1987 All-Star Game. Probably the greatest collection of talent in the history of the world. Every great player ever was there, pretty much. You had Magic, and Kareem, and Bird, and MJ, and Olajuwon. All these guys were there. Who won MVP of that All-Star game? Tom Chambers. Weird, isn't it? Why did he win MVP? Why the hell are we talking about Tom Chambers? It's an all-star game. Who cares? No one wants to get hurt. They want the real championship. That's or real. No, Drew, this this is where you show your age. Oh. Um, now nobody cares about the all-star game because nobody plays. It mattered then. Uncle Doug, back me up. They did play a lot harder back then than they do now. Yeah, it was true. much more of a game. Well, they played way harder back then in regular games. Maybe it's just the same thing, just it's less intense 
Because now it's, basketball is not as intense as it was back in the 80s. I know that. But maybe it doesn't look looks like they played harder because they're playing harder in regular games than what they are now. See what I'm saying? Okay. But I understand what Alex is saying here. And this, this comparison, for what you're trying to say about taking over when Kareem leaves, Chambers might have been better. Um, Dominic and James were the, kind of the same guy. James and Tom Chambers were not the same guy. They were different. Um, but I don't think that's really the reason the Laker dynasty died. I think the Laker dynasty died because of HIV. I mean, when, when <laughs> magic when magic ended, the dynasty died. That, that, yeah. well, or did Case Michael, closed. Or did Michael kill it? Michael had a hand in it, too. I mean, even, yeah. yeah. Uh, but nobody ever answered my question. Why did Tom Chambers win MVP? No one has a clue. Because he scored 37 points by repeatedly running the pick and roll with Magic Johnson and yakking all over whoever was in the lane. Okay. If your argument's an all-star game, let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, if it was that easy to score in the half court with Magic Johnson, why couldn't James Worthy do it? That wasn't James's game. He wasn't a pick-and-roll guy. He wasn't Carl Malone. He wasn't Tom Chambers. He was a run-the-floor guy. Exactly. That's, that's my entire point. Okay, well, I, I agree with that 100%. His offense revolves around, I'm going to run really fast down the court, catch a pass from the Hall of Famer, and dunk or lay it up. But that word phenomenal, they were called the Showtime Lakers because they ran up and down yes, and, won, and became a right. dynasty. But Byron Scott and Michael Cooper did it as well. Yeah. And we're not talking about them. Yeah, because they was like 8 and 12 points a game. I do believe, There's a reason for that. I do believe in the, the year they won, the, what, um, the year they made the finals um, against Michael. Uh, what year was that? Uh, 91, 92, I think. Yeah. Right at the end. Um, yeah. I do believe Byron Scott was a leading scorer. May have been. I think he averaged like 20 a game. Which, I mean, that's what they brought Byron in for. Well, yeah, because Michael and Scott were guarding magic. They just took turns back and forth. No, I mean for the season. Oh, for the season? And well, Scotty, Scotty guarded Magic. That's that's that famous thing where he guards Magic and shuts all the way up and down the court. Yeah. Well, let's look at Tom Chambers' career stats for one second. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's do. Uh, Eighteen point one points. More than worthy. Uh, Half of whatever. Uh, Six point one rebounds a game. More than worthy. That's only one rebound. Uh, Two point one assists. A little slightly lower than worthy. One less. Uh, field goal percentage: forty-six point eight. It is. So a little less effective because, because than James Worthy. Because he had to create his own offense. So if he creates his own offense, and has the only one point higher. He also James has Worthy. more shot opportunities than James Worthy. I would say James Worthy scored one less point, and he's playing third fiddle on a team. We did turn on Alex. This is yes, kind of funny. The entire huh. argument is against Alex. So obviously, you guys screwed up and didn't put James Worthy on your list. Yeah, it's on my list. We just don't like your comparison. <laughs> Well, I've never heard of Tom all Chambers. All I'm saying is that there's a lot of guys that could have filled James Worthy's role. That's the yeah, entire point. We could have led with that. You can't we argue with that. it because it's true. Tons of guys can be third fiddle on great teams. Yeah. Some. some yeah. yeah. Kevin remember, Love remember, did it. Remember that when we get to Kevin McHale. Kevin Love. Oh, no. Who was never third fiddle. He was the second best oh. player. I I would disagree. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll hit that, boys, when it comes time. When it comes time. He's a hater. Did you say Kevin Love? Yes. 
Kevin Love. Kevin Love was non-existent for like five and a half years. Kevin Love was hurt every time. So, so you're making my point for me. He was the third best player on a championship team, and you're making fun of him. I don't know. No, I'm making Tristan. fun of Kevin Love because Kevin Love was not there. <laughs> Kevin Love was on the Cavs championship team. Yeah, but he wasn't there. He sucked. And he was still the third best player on a championship team. So thank you for making my point for no, me. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying that James Worthy is way better than Kevin Love. Uh, it's debatable, but maybe. This is great. It is. I love it. <laughs> So let's just go ahead and say fuck Kevin Love. He's on the top fifty. He's not. He's, I'm, not making, no. I'm not making a case for Kevin Love. Oh, things got lively for a minute. I like it. Oh, that's great. That's great. We're here trying to stick stick a good one on me with Kevin Love. <laughs> uh, I believe my point came across very well. Alright, this is falling apart. I'll just you know just hold it. I got you, bro. All right. Anybody else have any cases for James Worthy? We got really off subject for a second. We brought Kevin McHale. We got Kevin Love. We're just all over the map right now. Tom Chambers. We're all over the map with James Worthy. I feel like Dominique. Well, that was like kind of on course. I feel like we're we're really over the map right now. Anyone else have any closing statements on James Worthy? I really think that, that James Worthy is going to fall into the spot that a lot of these guys that, that aren't on all our lists. He's a good player that just wasn't good enough for most of us. Um, you know, we kind of picked on Alex a little bit because maybe we didn't like some of the comparisons. <laughs> I mean, but I think we all in the end agree with Alex that James wasn't in our top 10 small forwards. He wasn't in our top 50. He's a good player that just didn't make my list. I agree. I agree about that little Doug. We did mess with Alex probably more than we should have. But it was just a... <laughs> you reversed the fucking podcast. I know. I, I really turned it on its head. But I was really going for it. The choir man really pissed me Drew, off. Drew so. and Wade were like personally offended that I didn't like yeah. the guy they've never seen play. Don't I'm sorry. With... I've never heard of Tom Chambers. Exactly. He's better than... He was all right, better all right, all right, than the right. guy we're talking about. That's, that's, you've never heard of him. Let's calm down. He was... Was he the best player on his team? Was Tom Chambers the best player on his team? You don't even know? <laughs> no, I don't. I've never heard of him until tonight. He has, oh, this is Tom a, Chambers is pretty good. Uh, Tom Chambers has maybe the most iconic dunk ever. Outside mm. of Vince Carter's... I was going to uh, say, let's not push it too far. <laughs> I was going to say, Vince has got some pretty iconic ones. I mean, about four, but the, the dunk over Mark Jackson? Is it not like all, everywhere? We see oh, it, it was very nice. It was very nice. I'm not trying to listen to Tom Chambers. Uh, I'm pretty sure. We're trying to listen to a dunk contest. Sure, uh, Scotty Pippen teabagging Patrick Ewing. Was pretty <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, Vince Carter skipped a teabag and went all the way over the top on that that fucking douchebag from Europe and just dunked uh, it. Vice or vice? Or? I don't know. And then he also slammed on Alonzo Morning and everybody else. It's fine. Anyway, we got way off track again. <laughs> this change worthy of getting intense. But anyway. You guys ganged up on me. What you're saying? This your problem is you fucked with me on Kawhi Leonard, and I didn't like it. So I turned the table on you on James Worthy. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so anyway, I have James Worthy on your list. Doesn't matter. I have Kawhi. Anyway, my point. I have Bob Pettit. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, anyway, on James Worthy, I actually, I pretty much disagree with Uncle Doug. He's a very good player. He just kind of, just kind of missed my list. Um, he's kind of a what-if situation where he got drafted on a dynasty that helped him and probably hurt him at the same time as far as stats. So it's, it's really hit or miss, just your opinion. But he's just outside my top ten. But I, I, have, I have no problem with him being on raised top ten. It doesn't offend me at all. I, it's fine with me. I, I, I kind of understand his argument, to be honest. But Appreciate I'll, that. I'll, uh, I'll leave it to Drew or Alberta. I'll go, I'll go next. Um, yeah, I agree with Wade. And Uncle, Doug. Well, Uncle Doug's my dad, by the way, for everybody. <laughs> okay, but anyway, back to James Worthy. <laughs> Well, talking about Tom Chambers being better or what? <laughs> Leave Tom Chambers alone, Drew. Leave it alone. Let it go. Run away. That any athletic person could fill his shoes on that team. Uh, and we're, I was just naming athletic guys. <laughs> this is going to be the episode to listen to right here. All right, all right Drew, here at home. Where should Alex go? All right, Alberta, here up. All right, so. I, had, I did. The tables got turned on me, and I, I, I hope it didn't come across like I dislike James Worthy. Uh, we're talking about a Hall of Famer here. I'm not trying to say that he's hot garbage and doesn't deserve recognition for what he did. I'm just saying that my point was is that I thought most athletically gifted guys that were NBA, legit NBA guys, could do what James Worthy did for the Showtime Lakers. He had some great games. In the playoffs, no doubt about it. Big game James earned his nickname. But it, even though, like when Wade said earlier, it's a what-if game, well, I was playing a what-if game. In order to vault him this high, you also have to play a what-if game. What if James Worthy did more because he wasn't on a great team? That's what you have to do to vault him this high. Top 50 is the elite of the elite. And I just don't think that James Worthy showed us enough, whether it was his fault or not, to be a top 50 player of all time. That's what I, that's how I feel about it. True. I am ready now. <laughs> all right. Well, James Worthy, he, he's not in the top 50. Yes, I agree with that. But he was very, very close. But he's just – I mean, yes, I know he won three titles. And he had a really great game seven against the Detroit Pistons that year. But it just just wasn't enough. Like Alex, he's right. Most people could probably fill his shoes, run the floor. It's pretty easy to catch a pass from Magic, run down the court, just dunk on. Now you agree with me. Well, I do agree with you, but some of the people you brought up. <laughs> Dominique Wilkins. Is, I do believe he's on your list. Yes, Dominique. Yeah, that was a terrible comparison. Another Hall of Fame small forward. Yes, but I say if you switch their roles, it's just same stats, just different places. If you put Dominique in L.A. with them, He's going to assume the third fiddle role. I mean, yeah, six years later when Kareem's gone, maybe he'll go up a couple more points than James did, but not much. It's not going to be much better. He's not going to be much better, girl. So. You mean that uh, guy went in scoring titles? Yeah, he did. But he's not going to be asked to do that in L.A. He's going to ask to catch dunks for Magic Johnson and to rebound for the rebound with Kareem down low. He's not going to ask to be a scoring champion over and over. He's just going to be asked to run the floor Magic. I guess we'll just disagree. Well, I, I feel like now we need to hear probably from Ray. Yeah, about Ray. James Worthy. So look, I, I still feel pretty offended that you would throw Kevin Levin into the argument. 
pretty sad. I bet his career numbers are better than James Worthy's. I'll look it up. <laughs> what, the, the two years he was on the Timberwolves? Well, those numbers are astronomical, so we shouldn't bring those up. I mean, that's true. He was a walking 2020 for a couple of years in, in Minnesota. And then LeBron James, a career killer, came in. <laughs> Man, right? He has some. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, you feel about LeBron James? Well, we'll find out later. Much, much later. <laughs> but I mean, uh, seriously, though, we have people on the list like. No, we got like James Harden, who scored half his points on a traveling violation. <laughs> or we have like yeah, wait. Stephen Curry, who cool is a one-trick pony because he has no other tricks except for throwing a ball up. And he <coughs> Reggie Miller. Oh, Reggie Miller had another. We'll get to that too, buddy. Yeah, we will, big boy. Steph's tricks tonight, he scored 62. Yeah, then tomorrow he'll get shut down by somebody. <laughs> Probably a short white guy from Australia. Yeah. And then he'll go to practice and hit a hundred in a row from the same spot. Woo! And Reggie Miller won't win titles. Yeah, that's, you're not wrong. <laughs> let's let's keep on James Worthy. But anyway, I mean, we can play the what if game and throw whoever won in, in the puzzle piece there. But that's not what happened. We got James Worthy there, and he was a fit for the Lakers, and he did his job. He was tough, and he, he put up his points in the third middle. I mean. He might have been a third fiddle, but he was still a great player for the Lakers. And, you know, we could put, you know, like Charles Oakley or Sean Kemp in the position, but they wouldn't have fit out the, the Lakers team like James Worthy would. Wow. And then we could put Tom Chambers. But <laughs> Why is everybody hating on Tom Chambers? Just because he played a pick and roll. In the All-Star game, big deal, you know. Maybe he wouldn't have fit in the locker room, or maybe when he got to the Lakers, he wouldn't have fit that puzzle piece. I suppose that's possible. So, I mean, we can play the what-if game about all these other players, but when it comes down to it, we don't know. What we know is James Worthy was a great player for the Lakers, and that's why he's on my 50 greatest players list. Well, I can't argue that. He did play for the Lakers. Uh, I'm glad you acknowledged that. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you got anything else for us, Ray? I'm James Worthy. No, uh, no, I think I'm good with my argument. All right. Well, uh, well, I appreciate it, Ray. And uh, I guess we'll uh, move on to our next segment, which would be some trivia, guys. Um, we got our second uh, round of trivia. <laughs> Wade seems to be unprepared because he's in a scramble mode. Um, so I will uh, ask. Does anybody else want to go? Sure, I'll go. All right, let's see. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, can you name the top three in blocks all time? Hmm. Well, um, I'll guess. Um, I believe the large ones one. Um. I think Matumbo is two. And, ouch, number three. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a pure guess on this one. Um, morning. 
I'll go next. I'll go Elijah Wan, Matembo, then Kareem. Elijah Wan, Matembo, Robinson. Let's go Elijah Wan, Kareem. We'll go Matembo. Okay, it was Elijah Wan, Matumbo, and Kareem. Yeah. So Drew's all one? Yeah. Yes, Ray had three, just the wrong order. Alright. Um, Drew takes the, the lead there in the first place. You want me to go ahead and say my question? Yeah, go for it. Alright, who, who has the highest free throw percentage for their whole career? Wow, um, I'm going to guess um, John Stockton. I'll guess Rick Barry. Wade, right? You said free throw? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll, throw Reggie. I'll throw Reggie in there. Reggie. Wade? I'm going to go Reggie. Steve Nash. Mm. Ouch. Oh, I didn't, didn't think that. All right. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep a theme here. I'm gonna go with another rest. Um, what player from one of our lists um, was arrested in the early '90s <laughs> um, for trying to have a threesome with two prostitutes? Okay, I'm gonna answer this one. Okay, Sean Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> I see a theme here with your answers yeah. as well. Uh, James Worthy. I'm going James. James Worthy. Um, I don't want to go with Sean Kemp again. <laughs> the answer is James Worthy. Wow. <laughs> I thought I would like my know that one. Is that why they call him Big Game James? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I saw the look on Alex Nelson's face like, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Alright, who's next? I think I'm the only one left, aren't I? No, I gotta go. Race size is. Okay, you wanna go? You want me to? Yeah, I'll go. Alright, uh, best three point percentage of all time? Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Uh, mine says Ray Allen. Mm, I don't think that's right. Uh, I, mean, I think it's Steve Kerr. I, I was pretty positive in my answer. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna guarantee I'm right, but I thought it was Steve Kerr, and I thought actually uh, the Currys. Were I was I'm pretty sure Seth Curry's passed. Yeah, I think. Well, I think Seth was actually number one not that long ago. He has a limited amount of shots, but basketball reference on it. We got pulled up right there. What's it? Basketball yeah, reference. Yeah, let's go. Oh, we're getting fooled. Oh, sorry, guys. No, this is great radio here. Uh, we're. Uh, Looking this up. We've been puzzled. Goddamn curries. Uh, Uncle Doug has it pulled up on basketball events of Steve Kerr. Alright, so we all get points? Yeah, I think so. I believe so. Alright, well. Ray, get your answers right. And I need to research better. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Alright. Whatever that website is, say fuck that. Uh, it said wikipedia.org. <laughs> <laughs> well, and whoever said Seth Curry was second is correct. He's Do I get a bonus point for naming number two? Uh, <laughs> Alright. 
just me, right? I think it's three pointers made. That's three pointers made. You were on three pointers made list. Um, what pick in the draft was Chris Paul? Uh, yeah, I remember that draft too. Um, I'm gonna say fifth. I'm gonna go with lucky number six. I'll eight. go with three. Okay. Great. I'll go eight. It is four. Uh, we skipped all around that. We danced all around that one. Round one, pick four. By the, I believe, Charlotte Hornets. Yep, Charlotte Hornets. All right, gentlemen, then after two rounds, the scores are as follows. Ray has two. Doug has three. Alex has four. And Wade and Drew each have five. Go, guys. That's what I'm talking about, baby. So, uh... That's the end of the trivia and the end of our episode, guys. So, uh, again, thanks for tuning in. And uh, please tune in next week for our episode on Pau Gasol. Um, just like this week, I'll be defending Pau Gasol all by myself. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll help you. Maybe a little bit. Why don't you bring Tom Chambers? Why don't you just admit you're wrong about Kawhi and I'll defend you? No, I won't. He wasn't wrong about Kawhi, Wade. Just all right. it. No, I'm not dropping it. All right, I'll see you guys next week. Fuck yeah. pal. <laughs> All right, um, we'll catch you next week on uh, Sports the Nemo Way, and we'll talk to some Paul Gasol. <laughs>